And that's what's interesting about weeds. You don't get to pull them one time and then they never come back. Mm -hmm. It's a repeat process where you have to have these rhythms of going out and tending to what. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm so excited to tell you that Lauren Smothers is back again talking about order. We're talking about order and we love that. (laughs) I love it. I can't wait to dive back in. I can't either because we're on a series and we're going to continue that series on, on order and chaos today. Oh, chaos. Mm, We've all been a part of chaos. Yes. A chaos physically, mentally, spiritually. I mean, chaos is not good, but we're going to be talking about how to get out of it, right? Yep. And we've been a part of both one ditch or the other is the way I like to say it. So we're going to be talking about that. But before we do, I'm going to make a fun announcement, Lauren, about the conference coming up in June. You know, it's getting closer and closer. I know. And the conference is Tangible Truth Ministries is going to be presenting a great conference June the 7th and 8th at Fellowship Bentonville. And it's going to be three conversations on faith, love and forgiveness with Beth Moore and myself. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I actually bought my ticket a couple of weeks ago. Oh, have you already done that? I'm ready. I'm so excited. Well, if you haven't got your tickets, listeners, you can go to our website at www.tangibletruthministries.com. So go get your ticket. It's going to be great. See you there. Okay. All right. Now we're going to jump right on in to this podcast and... Lauren, as I said, order versus chaos. Right before the podcast started, you gave a picture or a metaphor, whatever you want to call it, and I loved it. So I ask you to tell the listeners what you told me. Would you share that? I would love to. Okay, I'm not a gardener. Funny (laughs) enough, my husband is actually the one that's really passionate about the garden. I just pat myself on the back when I put something in the compost bin. (laughs) So, um, but I often, I think about this picture. It comes to my mind where um, if you are tending to your landscaping or to your garden, that to know what weeds to pull, you kind of have to have a vision of where you're headed. Um, And if you have a vision of what you're trying to create, then you're able to say, okay, this has to go. This has to go. Oh yeah, need to pull that up. I need to make room for this. And that's often what we do in the organizing process. But you, you know, knowing what to purge requires knowing where you're going and having a vision for that. And mm-hmm. so when you are faced with chaos, um, I just want to say, just disclaimer, it does not mean you are a failure if you're experiencing chaos in any way. Mm-hmm. Chaos is part of life. You Mm -hmm. will walk through hard things. You will have a messy house. You will have kids that are a tornado. Um, These are just things that come with life. And though you may see pretty pictures on the internet, even our after pictures, they're great. But do not let that get in your head and make you feel like you are lesser than. Chaos is normal. And we, you know, really want to normalize that as well. So instead of perfection being the end goal, we really want to encourage clients and you listeners 
to focus on creating purpose and let that be the P word instead of perfection. Mm -hmm. Um, So chaos is normal and we all experience it in different ways. And it's what makes you unique. But it does not mean that you have to stay there. Not everyone needs to be the perfect type A personality. You may be like, hey, I'm just kind of a more chaotic person. This is just how I roll. And part of that may just be, yeah, how God wired you. Mm -hmm. Um, But if there are, if you're experiencing symptoms and weeds in your life that are causing issues in your, in your relationships, in your home, in your mental health, it's so good to go back to what the root is and identifying, is this a weed in my life or is this something that is going to be a part of the, the picture I'm trying to create? I love that, Lauren. I, I love that picture for and and for all of the purposes of the podcast today, I'm going to use the word weeds. Okay. Mm. Weeds versus the plants. Can I do that? I love it. Okay, listeners, that is what we're going to use today. Plant and weed. Now I'm grinning to to Lauren right now. I wish you could see me because I've got a little funny story I'm going to interject right now. <laughs> when the boys were at still at home and you know, we live kind of out out but in. We had acreage. And Steve always had the boys help with the yard work. He said, you know, this teaches work ethic, you know, work ethic, work ethic. That's why we're going to live outside the city limits, you know. So the boys would just, you know, complain, complain. And then they stopped complaining because they just knew this was part of their life, you know, always working outside. And so they, but at first when they were complaining, like complaining. I'm laughing because Steve is like your husband. He's a gardener and he's a horticulturist and he he just loves that working outside. So he had the boys pulling weeds. You know, you tell him this story. I remember this vividly. (laughs) And so they were out there pulling weeds, pulling weeds. Well, he failed to tell them, really train them the difference between plants and weeds. (laughs) So he was... They were pulling, pulling, pulling. And he af- after they got through pulling, they had pulled all of the flowers <gasps> out oh, no. with the weeds. So I think it's important, yes. that story, all that to say, it's in- important to know the difference between what is real and what is not real. And that's yeah. getting... That's getting to the serious part of our life spiritually, you know. And getting rid of everything is not the answer. That is not the answer. <clears throat> you don't just to pull get, everything out. You don't go, you know, go all or nothing. You don't go all or nothing. And that's on the spiritual side. But when you know what your weeds are versus the plants, I think it is so, so important. You can say to yourself, wait, 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 is that a weed or is that a plant? You know, and I'm speaking metaphorically, uh, listeners, metaphorically here. But if I'm talking about my home, junk mail, weed, put it aside, throw it away. Junk mail, weed, throw it away. Don't keep it in the pile. Mm-hmm. That's what I've, I've, I've learned. You know, that helps me keep my countertop clean. Those kind of, I'm using that as an example to call a weed. And if you have a new rhythm, if you're trying to keep order, for yourself, a new rhythm that every day I throw away my junk mail because that's a weed that makes you feel accomplished, more order because order is keeping what is necessary and what is not necessary is a weed. Yeah. So that would be a practical home. Uh, spiritually speaking, what are weeds in my in, in my life that I need to get rid of so that the plant would be what is important to me spiritually, Mm -hmm. which is spending time with God, spending time in his word. What is keeping me away from that would be a weed. You know, the laundry can wait. 
if it is keeping me from God over and over, I, I need to I need to yeah. wait until another hour of the yeah. day or I need to get up. So I mean, what whatever. And you may have your quiet time on the way to work. Great. It doesn't have to be what it looks like or somebody's telling you to do. You know, don't compare yourself to others. You know, your time with Jesus may be your drive to work. Yeah. Your time with Je- Jesus may be a walk. Your, you know, your time with Jesus may look different, but but don't let a weed keep you from from spending time. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about weeds. You don't get to pull them one time and then they never come back. Mm-hmm. It's a repeat process where you have to have these rhythms of going out and tending to what that is. The junk mail, it comes in every day. Mm-hmm. The weeds in the garden, they might pop up the next day. And if we don't have those rhythms in place to tend to that daily or weekly, then you find yourself with this overgrown, overcluttered, overwhelming um, circumstance. And it doesn't always have to get terrible before you can um, dive back into tending to your home or to your space. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's going to be really important as people identify for themselves what those weeds are, having the conversation with yourself of how often do you need to tend to that? Is this a daily rhythm that I want to build into my life to address that? That way it just doesn't get out of control before you mm-hmm. address it again. And I think going back to my funny story, it's important, I think, to ask God what should stay and what should go. What is a weed? What is not a weed? So what should stay? What should go? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. So on that note, on that note, and using that same metaphor of weed, uh, meaning chaos, mm-hmm. and plant, as we are calling it, meaning order. So moving forward with that, home versus heart, what would you say, because we've been talking about practical yeah. What would you say would be one practical on one for home and one for heart? Yeah, I that? love that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, keep in mind that anything that would be kind of a plant in your life is something that's going to be life giving. And that may look different in different seasons. I'm in a season of I mean, I've been married 10 years and I feel like I'm just now learning how to cook real food. <laughs> and so, yes, my kitchen has been you know somewhat organized, but it's taken on this new purposeful feel for me, I finally looked at it through the lens of like, how do I actually operate when I'm in this space? And so something life-giving for me has even been like my little wooden cutting board where that's, it parks on my countertop and it's where I'm going to be chopping produce. And when I do that, I'm together with my husband in the kitchen and the kids are playing. And it's a moment that I want to create more of. And I just enjoy being in my kitchen, having that little cute spice jar, these little moments that kind of elevate and give me life in something that's very mundane, cooking dinner after a long day of work with kids that are hungry. And that kind of grounds me. um, And it's something that I can enjoy. And I see that as something is life-giving. So if there's something in your life that you're like, you know what, there's something about folding the laundry when my kids are watching a movie and I'm technically with them, but I'm getting that done. If that's life-giving to you, start building that into your, into your rhythm and see it as something that's life-giving. Um, And then I would say, think about the things around your home that are those weeds. We've talked a lot about the junk mail. That's something that comes in every day. Maybe it's putting away the putting away the laundry. Typically weeds like they're going to pop up. It's part of life. But I would encourage you to think through what the rhythms would be to stay on top of those weeds as they pop up throughout your week. Mm -hmm. I think that's super practical. And I think that. um, One of the things that I think we want to encourage the listeners, and you already have at the beginning of the podcast, is don't shame yourself. Oh, yeah. Don't feel 
bad if you're in the middle of chaos because we've all been in the middle of chaos. You have, Lauren, I have, yep. everybody in the world has. I mean, it is part of life. Y'all, I have two small kids Where? and these little girls, they want all the princess gowns and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so as much as I would love to have all perfect wooden toys in a living room that doesn't have anything on the floor, mm -hmm. that's not the season that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And I can't let that steal my joy because perfection is not, it's not the goal, but mm -hmm. I would rather get in the floor and play with my kids than be griping at them to pick up their stuff and take it back to the playroom. And so mm -hmm. acknowledge the season that you're in, find peace with it, and then figure out how to let those moments be life-giving and yes, have structure around um, where things go and why. Mm -hmm. But um, no. Chaos is just going to happen. Life is, it's going to be messy. Mm -hmm. And I've got, Lauren knows this, I have got, I think, the kindest, most gentle, loving, caring husband in the world. He's a I keeper. Mean, he is a keeper, but he's like his mother was, and he loves to keep stuff. Lauren, Lauren, will, you know, attest to that. That's why God gave him a good personality. He is. Yes. <laughs> good personality. And he loves to, to keep stuff is the best way I can and say it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so it's one of the, it's the original reason that the kids gave, gave their mama a gift, gift card to restore the home is because Steve does love to to hang on to stuff, just like his mother did. He is definitely not. I want to repeat, N O T, a hoarder. Don't don't think that at all. He could go. I could say, I need a pink paper clip, and he'll go right to it. He knows yeah. where stuff is. Um, he just likes to keep stuff, and uh, so this process has been. It's been hard, I would say, but also very, so that's why it's been so slow for him, but very, very good for him because he's done it. He's done it again, slowly, but he's gotten rid of so many yeah. things yeah. and his office is completely organized. Now, the paperwork stuff he's got out other places, but we're getting it done. And that's real life too. It's real life. He's, He's slowly integrated some systems that help support allowing him to keep certain things and categorize them. Mm -hmm. But the reality is we're going to have bills out that we need to pay. Yes. We're going to have a, something from a kid's backpack that we have to go to the store for. Oh yeah. And just creating a space for them to belong is good. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to get it. He's going to get it done. And, and that's my point. What was chaos is now order. Yes. And that's not perfection. Been a, not perfection. And uh, nor would anybody want it to be. Mm -hmm. And and it's uh but my point was gonna be to what you to to follow up with what you said is I love that man so much, so much more than I wanted to ever argue about the mess that that was and that I wanted to that's why I wanted to call Restore the Home. Mm. Help help him uh, because <laughs> I, I don't want, to, you know, that meant I'd rather yeah. love him than argue with him yeah. about like, we got to get this cleared off. I need to, you know, that kind of stuff because relationship was more important. Yep. You know? Yep. And, uh, but order is also important because it can also at some point kind of take over a room, you know, and it was taking over his room. Sure. Uh, but but that's the way he rolls. 
because he's so easygoing. And, uh, but not anymore is so organized. I'm so glad. So that's the heart. That's what I'm talking about. The motive of the heart is so pure. But anyway, it, it does go hand in glove, an ordered, an ordered home and an ordered, it matches an ordered heart. Yeah. And it often, it not only affects our heart, like you've pointed out so well, but sometimes it reflects our heart. Mm -hmm. And so I can even look around my home and know it's not perfect all the time. Like I've already told you, and I can see, okay, I'm letting that accumulate there. I'm letting that accumulate there. I can point out my husband's stuff so easy or my kid's stuff. And then if I actually take a look at it, I'm like, Ooh, Lauren, some of that is yours that you're letting, mm-hmm. like you're, you can point out other people's stuff, but what's yours to deal with sister. And uh, so sometimes it's a reflection of our hearts. Um, and so it's, it's good just to look at that and go, man, what is it, you know, mm-hmm. what needs to change? And then what's, what's normal for me too. So. Oh yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. You hadn't even been in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're like, how about your closet? She's like, nah, how about this other space? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my closet's bad too. Okay, well, we're already out of time, Lauren. So we'll wrap this one up. And listeners, listen in next week. And we love you. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast part of the KLRC Podcast Network.